Testing. One, two. Oh, we can sing. We can really sing. We can sing. We gotta make sure we got subtitles though, cause <laughs> we can't hear. We can sing, but we can't hear. It's on. Closed captioning is on. All right, hold up now. This thing trying to hop on in. Hop, skip, ready. and jump. We not ready. We ain't ready. We ain't. We ain't ready. We ain't. We ain't ready. We ain't to watch the movie. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> this shit too easy. Bet I make them go crazy. And I think I'm Jesus. Hope City go crazy. And my fit too crazy. Look at me, I'm going crazy. Where we going crazy? Yeah, swear we going crazy. Yeah. Hi guys. Hi. Welcome. This is Days and Amuse Podcast. Hopefully you are a newbie. And if you're joining us for the first time, my name is B, as in blends, bongs, and bowls. My name is Kirsten, like the original Mary Jane Kirsten Dunst in Spider-Man. And if you are a returning listener, hi. Welcome back. We love you. Okay. So, I... Hold on. There's a stem. I got a stem stuck in your grinder. A stem. <laughs> a stemmy. So, we... I have a really good movie for you guys today. It's another movie that's based on a true story. I don't even know if y'all can hear me. I'm not even facing the goddamn microphone. I'm over here facing this tray, not even, you know, really engaging with y'all. I'm sorry. I'm trying to roll. (laughs) But we um, are watching another movie that is based on a true story. And this one, Kirsten has seen, but fell asleep (laughs) i've only seen clips and bits of it Uh, it's simply one that i have wanted to watch for a while um and it is the black klansman which if you are unfamiliar with the black klansman i'll just kind of give you like a gist of what it is um so in this movie we follow hold on let me make sure i pull up his his actual name I just want to make sure we, like, credit the... Get the, yeah, who, the real guy. Um, yep, it's Ron Stallworth. Okay. Yeah. I just want to double check. So, um, it is about Ron Stallworth, uh, who is an African-American police officer from Colorado Springs, and he is successful in becoming a member of the KKK, um, and essentially infiltrating and finding out like you know what their tactics are what they're doing um along with the help of this other detective and one of the main reasons why i love this movie is because i feel like it's a perfect display of code switching without it being you know him having to change his accent which in the movie and the depiction, of course, the guy, the actor is using an exaggerated accent. But I did see a an interview with Ron Stallworth and he was like, I used my regular voice, didn't change it or anything. And I'm like, hey, yeah, like that just goes to show that everyone is different. Not everyone speaks like what you think they would speak like. And 
yeah, you can't. And I feel like the black community, because we have to learn how to code switch, is so good at it. Like, it's, I don't know how many times, I will never forget. <laughs> so if y'all know me and have been friends with me or, you know, just happen to listen to this podcast, I have a very proper tone when I talk. I, I do, I have my slang that I use, but for the most part, I do just, I talk this way. It's just how I've always talked. It's how I grew up. It's what? These raps say enjoy freedom. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out because of what we're watching. I didn't even see that. I'm These sorry. are by Empire. Empire Rolling Paper. Okay. I just wanted to show show you that. It says it's made by Swisher. Like Swisher? Like Swisher Sweets? All right. Got two joints rolled. Okay. Um, so I used to work at Best Buy and I was part of the call center, not call center, but like when you called the store, I was like that person you talked to, um, when I first started working there. And I will never forget one of my first actual customers, like I got a bad review and it, I, it might still be on Yelp, but literally this man was asking for this product we didn't have. I was not able to transfer it from another store because they don't have it. I'm, you know, trying to work the best that I can with him, and he gets frustrated and essentially hangs up on me. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. It is what it is. Next thing I know, my manager is coming up to me, asking me, like, hey, what happened with that interaction with, you know, the guy on the phone? He left a Yelp review. So we go to read the Yelp review, and he literally was like, the first lady I talked to on the phone, I could not understand her Ebonics. What? Like, I, I talk the same. I've always literally talked this way. So it's like, because he didn't enjoy his experience and get what he wanted, he just decided to go after what he felt he can go after the easiest. And the only reason why he assumed my color based off of not the tone of my voice, but my name. He literally asked what my name was, and I said, Brunique. And he was like, what? And I'm like, Brunique? Like, unique? And he was just like, uh, okay. Click. <laughs> and that's my story. And that's the story. <laughs> and she's sticking to it. That's my five-minute rant. I'm not going to talk for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> oh, yes, she will. <laughs> She sure will be talking and smoking. Man. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to tell our lovely audience, our cast, and any awards? Yes. So our top build cast includes Alec Baldwin, John Davidson, I believe, or John David Washington, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Robert John Burke. We got a couple of people in here. Adam Driver. He's very um, popular nowadays. And as far as awards, it won an Oscar, which is amazing. Best Adapted Screenplay for that Oscar. It got nominated for Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures for Oscars and Best Motion Picture of the Year. It won a BAFTA Film Award for Best Screenplay Adapted. It also won an AARP Movie for Grown Ups Award for Best Director, which was Spike Lee. 
It also won an African American Film Critics Association Award for Best Screenplay and for Best Actor, John David Washington. Lots of wins here. And then, today we are smoking once again uh, Space Queen, and then we also have Purple Cheese. Purple Cheese. So, let's get to it. Oh, I'm so glad. I almost ashed into this cup, and I was going to be so sad because I just looked over and I was like, I still have some croissants. Croissants. And I was like, bitch, you literally almost ashed into that. Starting with an old western film. There's someone looking for Mr. Mead. Mm-hmm. Mead. Why's everyone on the ground? Oh, they're injured. From I said, God save the Confederacy. Ew. So it's like the Civil War or something? Yeah. There's so many people who are like, oh, the states are going to separate, blah, 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 blah. No, they won't. Alec Baldwin is playing Dr. Kinnebrew. Who's definitely a Confederate supporter. I think this might be like the introduction video for like the KKK. He said we're living in the era marked by spread of integration and I didn't catch the last word. The Brown decision. They're showing the Little Rock Nine. Shout out to Little Rock. That's where my family is at. Remember that Silender I was? That's the Southern Pot. <laughs> <laughs> He said that's the last black nail in the coffin for America to become a mongrel, mongrel nation. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, like <coughs> <coughs> you know how there's different, like, the evolution of human and there's different stages. Like, mm-hmm. it's essentially, like, the stage behind us. Wow. I said going to school with... Negroes, they're lying, dirty monkeys. Like, this is literally, like, essentially what the members of the KKK believe. Like, this this is the information that spread. And and the sad part about it is that it turns from being just the parents who view and feel this to now their kids also being ingrained in this society. And it's like, at some point... Somebody got to end the cycle in, in your family. If you have a family that says racist, sexist, misogynistic, homophobic, and transphobic, any of those things, if you have that type of family, like, speak up. Mm-hmm. Tell them it's not okay. Correct them if, you know, y- you realize it's out of ignorance that they're saying something. Like, you know, I feel like that's one thing we forget or are scared to say is, like, that person may not be coming from a bad place. They can be coming from a place of ignorance. But that's when you get to step in and educate that person on what is right. So we're seeing a beautiful mountain shot. This joint is based upon some faux real, faux real shit. <laughs> Who directed this? I think Spike Lee. It was. Shaping up the fro as he pulls up to the Colorado Springs Police Department. It says minority is encouraged to apply. They asked why he wasn't drafted in the Vietnam War, and he said because he went to college. And then they asked him how he felt about the Vietnam War. He said he has mixed feelings. This is a very weird interview for police. He said that's kind of rare for a young, hip soul brother like you. He said my parents were in the military and raised me right. Thank you. Not saying like... 
there's a right and well there is a right and wrong in raised but like not saying being raised by a military family is what's right but like best believe i got some shit instilled in me and not because of the military but just because of my dad yeah they're telling him that there's never been a black cop in that city he's gonna be the jackie robinson of the police force they're essentially like prepping him to know that he's going to be like ridiculed he's gonna get a lot of flack from his fellow officers from citizens and like essentially would he be able to turn you know not necessarily a blind eye but not lash out and the chief said he has his back but there's only so much that he can do he said the weight of this is going to be on you and you alone see i feel like that that mentality mm -mm, the weight's going to be on both of us i'm your employee like if if one of your subordinates is calling me an n-word you need to step in (laughs) i love how he pulls his pants up before he like starts walking like he's really getting ready to do something he's asking his bosses to be an undercover cop he said you think a lot of yourself don't you yeah we have to they have him starting in the records room so ron is ron is back to getting files what are toads i think it's a derogatory term for black people He's having an altercation right now with a coworker who's being racist. So he's taking his time to get the file. Mm. He just called him Officer Toad. <laughs> he's punching the air. He's like, I'll whoop your ass. Karate. Such beautiful shots of, like, Colorado here. Just letting us know, like, where we are. His phone is ringing right next to him, but he's knocked out. Yo, phone. (laughs) Wow, so his boss just called him and told him that he changed his mind, and he's got a job for him, and he wants him to show up to the narcotics division in plain clothes at 12 o'clock sharp. (gasps) He said CP time? The rookie's late. I just want to put out there that there are some terms that we may use in the black community around us, but that don't mean you can use it. I can say you can't. Yeah, don't say CP time. Not cool. Or black people time. Don't say that. Like, no, 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 no. No. You know what's funny? <clears throat> so for me, there's two CP times. Because <laughs> there's also Caribbean people. I learned that from my uh, grandma and grandpa whenever we went to the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we get there, right? And like, it's the time that we're supposed to start the ceremony, but they still setting up the reception area. (laughs) It's like a normal thing. Wow. Like they move slow in the islands. Ain't no rush. You're like, I'm supposed to get married at 3 p.m. today. It's like, it'll start at 5. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We'll be here till 8 p.m. Literally. It's cool. He's pretending to smoke a joint. He said, I'm already high on life, you dig? It's just some tape. Literally, they just taped it to his shirt. That doesn't seem secure. It seems like you're going to get a lot of... 
I know y'all are going to hear that, and I want you to, because that's what it's going to sound like. <laughs> I have to make an example. Example. Hey. So he just walked up to another person. He has no clue who he like who they are, and he just sparked up a conversation. Okay, they're talking about this guy that... Um, <clears throat> is getting ready to speak and he changed his name after his two mentors and he's who is this beautiful woman she's the president of the um oh i I don't even know what she said but she's the president (coughs) of her club at at the colorado college i'm about to look it up her name's patrice patrice She's speaking. The Black Student Union. Quam Ture. Oh my gosh! He freaking played uh, Dr. Dre in uh, <laughs> Straight Out of Compton. I promise you that's him. That's probably him. I want to double check because you know me. I'm always like, that's. Oh, just kidding. Me too, though. Me too. <laughs> that looks just like him. It is! So Kwame is giving a speech to like empower the people that came to see him. Amen. Say it again. (laughs) We're talking about Tarzan. He's talking about how he would essentially feed into the narrative that like black is lesser and white is better and that you begin once you start to have that mentality you begin to like hate yourself and and begin to say things that are like against your own self and in a way like you're you don't even realize you're you're saying those things about yourself black power means that we must unite we must organize and form a base to fight racism so low-key he's like creeping in and providing information to the police about this speech and about I don't understand why are they after him. I think they believe they're Black Panthers or they're involved with the Black Panthers. They're chanting all power to all the people. I'm going to have to post this clip on, on our page. <laughs> yeah. There's this cl- The whole speech of Kwame literally speaks to what's happening now. Like... That's going to be an easy part to edit out because I was all up in it. Silent as hell. <laughs> it's okay. Stop touching it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm scolding her, guys. I'm picking. Stop it. Leave it alone. Here. Like this. Don't focus on that. Look, it's a yellow lighter. Nope, you get to use your new lighter. <laughs> I do the same thing, and I won't let you anymore because I'm trying not to. Man, they're arresting the people who are in the uh, who are at the event and told them to get out of Colorado Springs before sundown. And they're touching Patricia. Damn, I don't think he even realizes what just happened. I'm very upset. They just made him do an assignment that was so unfair. And out of pocket. And 
Hey, get it. They're at the club dancing. Deadass, can we bring back some form of, like, Soul Train? I used to love watching that show. Like, I, when I was younger, I didn't realize, like, it was a different time period than mine. So I thought, like, when I get older, I'm going to go and try to be on that show so I can dance. <laughs> I still would like to be on a show like that so I can dance. I got some moves to show y'all. If you guys could see. <laughs> Everyone's having such a good time. Everyone has an afro. It's beautiful. Big, small, round, not round. Some are symmetrical. Some are. It's just beautiful. Different colored ones. And these beards, man. Now they're like debriefing him on what happened. Rhetoric. Quantre. Yes. Correct him. Correct him on his name. He's transferring him to intelligence. He's reading something about the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, I think he's going to try to show that the Ku Klux Klan is more violent than... So... The phone's ringing back. Yeah, that's crazy. He just called the Ku Klux Klan to essentially get reading information and the number is already calling him back. Oh, he just said, I hate the N-word, I hate, and he's using all these like terms for different people um, <coughs> and like all the other fellow officers or detectives in intelligence is like <coughs> looking at him because he's talking on the phone in the room saying like he hates this, that, and the other pretending to be uh a guy who wants to join the Ku Klux Klan. Is it wrong? <laughs> so they want him to join the KKK, but they want to meet him first. And his boss is looking at him like, how is this going to work? He said that they're going to know the difference. How does a black man exactly talk? Exactly. Didn't I just talk about code switching? He said... Some people can speak the king's English. Some people can speak jive. Ron Stallworth can speak both. Boom! So they're talking about arranging another officer that has to be white in order to actually meet the KKK. He said if anything happens to any of his men. So one of the guys is going to pretend to be him anytime they have to go to meetings. So they're trying to educate and like get together on what this white clansman Ron Stallworth guy is. Who he is is like a character. And his and the guy who's gonna play him is essentially like, you know, but no, like, you know, I feel like, you know, it's making him uncomfortable, but I think he'll pull it off. He doesn't sound like him. <laughs> Not at all. He's doing terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He doesn't know what beef to mean. He's like, I don't want to say anything I don't understand. So we're going through trying to, like, sound like him. So Jimmy is Jewish, and the uh, other detective who was in the room was like, take off your Jewish neck necklace. And Jimmy corrected him and was like, it is not a Jewish necklace. It is the Star of David. Amen. Correct him. All right. 
Uh oh, they're taking Jimmy somewhere. It's gonna be like I wanna make sure no one's following them, but if they're going to a place that they know no other car is supposed to be going to, then like if, you're right behind him. He's terrible. They keep calling it the organization. Uh oh. They notice him. Saying, come on, load it. Don't follow him anymore. So that's Walter, right? Yeah. So Jimmy is at this bar where he's meeting Walter and Felix and like other people who are part of the fucking Ku Klux Klan. So they're telling Jimmy like all of the stuff that they do. Ivana Ho is spilling the beans on. He called him out and was like, you undercover, you're asking a lot of questions. Which is odd, you know, because he is undercover. He just, uh, Felix just asked Jimmy if he was Jewish. Which is, you know, he is, so. (laughs) He's been calling, but he called both. Felix is not feeling him. He's totally, like, not vibing with Jimmy. Isn't that his name? (laughs) So they went to the sergeant to give him a rundown on, like, you know, what's going on. And uh, Ron was asking for his full support. And Jimmy was kind of like, oh, it was small talk. Like, I didn't take him seriously. Like, he talked about something about fireworks. Like, nah, bro. Yeah, like, something's about to happen. Like, he said, explosions <laughs> or, you know, death of something. Like, terrorist attack. That's exactly what it sounds like. Man, your girl is baked. Well, we smoked. We smoked purple cheese first, and then we smoked the Space Queen, I think. I'm over here. Hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. <laughs> no. You I'm not. As, I'm as not. I just got I just gotta. As soon as you sit back, you know exactly what's about to happen. You trying to lie to yourself. I don't know who you think you lying to. You ain't lying to me. You lying to yourself. I'm not lying. Okay. I'll be right here. <laughs> I'm here. I sat back, but I'm still here. Y'all, I want you to know, every time, this is the position that Kirsten gets in. And next thing you know, either she just silently not, you know, nods off or she'll, like, jerk. And that's, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> and I, <laughs> So that girl that is the leader of. What's that? The Black Student Union? Mm-hmm. She's asking um, our main character if he's a cop. Ron. Ugh, he has so many lies going. What's this say? Oh, just OCD, and then it has the Eiffel Tower. Except French by bears. We. Oui. Um. J'ai parlé français un petit. Uh, I think I said that right. Je m'appelle Brinique. Je suis. Oh, I forgot how to say it. Never mind. So, Ron just made plans to meet up with Walter again on, you know, a specific date and time over the phone. And what I'm wondering is about the voice thing, like... He thinks they're going to sound like 
different. I do. I feel like he's going to notice because of the voice. I feel like I sound different over the phone versus how I sound in person. Or even like, now I don't know. What if how I'm interpreting my voice sounds different than how... I think you sound similar. On the phone? Yeah. You do sound like yourself on the phone. It's only when you and Katie are, like, both. Like, that one time she answered your phone, I was like, Kirsten, boo, She was like, oh, wait, it's Katie, hold on, she's <laughs> driving. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my gosh. So, um, Jimmy, the guy that's playing Ron for the KKK, is pulling up or walking to, you know, where he's supposed to be meeting Walter. And Ron is, you know, pulled up taking pictures like he's a freaking private investigator on some shit. He needs to back up. He almost got He's, like, way too close to the house. Like, you could see his car from inside if you wanted. So, he's essentially been invited to, like, a meeting for the KKK. And, like, they're bringing up different issues in the community that they feel like need to be dealt with. And then she just dismissed... He just dismissed her like she was nothing. I don't understand how these women be supporting these men who literally, like, I just want them to be like, when they say, the white man is looking out for the white man, like, literally, like, the people who are racist and, and, and only care about white supremacy isn't, the only reason why they want a white woman is to keep the race clean other than that they don't give a damn they are caring about white men they're looking out for white men so that one guy who guessed that he was an undercover cop and Jewish is showing him guns and he told him that he calls this gun a Jew killer. Completely out of line. He's like trying to make sure he's not like offended or whatever about like him saying things. He wants him to take, take a, a lie detector, detector test. test. So not only is he trying to make him take this lie detector test. But he's telling him he thinks the Holocaust never happened. Uh -huh. He said, "Is he?" He said, it's "Circumstance." Their sergeant is not happy with the outcome. He's upset that there were shots fired, and he feels like they're circle jerking him. He's me upset. I just want you to know things have finally come full circle. I have a, not only a small one and a quarter OCB ruler, but I also have a large OCB ruler that these papers literally fit in. <sighs> Isn't it great when things work out? 
I want to see you work out for me. Work out. We got a good thing. No. See you again. Oh, yeah. I almost said. I was like, because girl can't be yo man. <laughs> yo man. I'm about to listen to that on the way home. It's a good one. I love J. Cole. Is he about to smoke a cigarette? He's probably scratched. Because he is coming after him. Why is it not being filmed <gasps> straight on? Beautiful angle. It gives it dynamic. Also, that's... Uh, it's making me dizzy. It's, <laughs> it's what's-his-face from... Uh, that 70s show. Yes, Eric Foreman. He's speaking to the Duke. So he's getting his membership card expedited. A police officer just bumped into him on purpose and knocked everything out of his hands. He said you can be, get hurt being a hot shot like that. Uh-oh, I think this is where he fucks up. I think I've seen this part. Yeah. They're shooting. They've gone shooting. Uh-oh. See, Felix doesn't understand. <sighs> Felix is watching every move he makes. He does not trust him. So Ron is looking at what they were shooting at. And it's outlines of what is, like, supposed to be black people. What you eating over there? Barbecue chips. Ron thinks that he can change the system from the inside. And he said he feels like he has to be two different people. And she said, you don't have to be. I hear you crunching. I'm like, oh, they sound good. Like a little cluster coming out. Boom. <laughs> We've had these one. One time it was like a spicy barbecue, but I haven't been able to find them since. They're like a lighter brown bag. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh oh. Felix just showed up to Ron Stallworthy's address. We said I live on 21st Street. <laughs> so he said something because he, uh, Felix recognized that Patric Patricia was there. Mm -hmm. And he said something about her lips and Jimmy said hey don't say that and everyone was kind of side eyeing him like are you protecting her and then he was like unless I get my you know his penis around there insinuating he would you know not okay not okay <laughs> I know that has to suck for Jimmy like you have to say and like do these things and you're just like I don't 
I mean, that's part of being undercover, though, so. Yeah, it's like, even if you don't believe in it, you still have to play the part. Still have to play the part. So Jimmy is saying that he never identified as Jewish, like, you know, he wasn't raised and, and wasn't taught, you know, the religion or anything about that. But now, you know, he just always thought of himself as white, but now he's just thinking about it all the time because of the things that Felix has been saying to him. Patricia's car got vandalized. I wonder why. They found it. So, it just, he found not only Ron from the phone book, but probably her too. Mm-hmm. So, he's telling him how to burn a cross, currently. I'm going to look up his name. <clears throat> Ivanhoe. 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 Ivanhoe is telling Jimmy. Yeah, I think. Flip. Flip. The guy that's pretending to be Ron. Ivanhoe. I'm... Ivanhoe, however you say his fucking name, just ask if he knew anything about C4s. If you remember at the beginning, he was like, fireworks, boom. Yeah, which kind of gave away what's going to happen sometime. Is something's going to blow up. They're probably going to do some kind of terrorist attack. They're bringing the cross to burn it. So they're putting off the uh, cross burning because there's too many cops. And there is um, Patrice. Patrice getting into her car and she's being watched. And that guy's the one who's suspect of Ron, who kept asking him questions like, mm-hmm. you know, so you the are cops? you Jewish? <laughs> yeah, are you the cops? You look Jewish, stuff like that. So. The person that is basically in charge of the organization or the voice, the higher ups, right? So he is the, um, not the Don, but they called him a, it starts with a D, I think. The Duke. The Duke. He's explaining to the actual Ron that he doesn't dislike black people or Jewish people, that the organization doesn't either they just need to be with their own quote which is basically saying the same thing segregation (laughs) still racist right they try to teach you in school that there's a difference between those two things but in all reality they equal the same type of treatment so it's still the thought of someone is less than so that way they should not be a part of what i am right he, the Duke just said, this is why we need more people in office to get the country back on track. What do you think is happening right now? Literally. Like, we have a whole bunch of old white men in office who are supposed to be making laws and regulations for the entire society. And what did their ancestors believe in? Separate but equal. Nope, not even that. Separate and unequal, if yeah. we if we being real. We're just saying that it's equal to make it seem like it's okay. But it's not okay. Nothing's okay. Just today I saw a video of police warning 
white protesters that were white supremacists, not just normal anti-black protesters. They were white supremacists. And he was warning them to leave because they were about to impose that curfew wherever the state was. And um, he didn't want it to seem like they were playing favorites. So his sergeant or his captain had told him to go over there and told those people to get in their cars or be somewhere where they weren't out in public. That's playing favorites. Exactly. I retweeted the video. (laughs) That's all you can do. Retweet, share, show people that it's out there. Get these cops fired. Disband the police. Defund the police. So they want, I guess, him to represent or or speak instead of Felix. And I feel like Felix is going to lose his mind. I feel like he's like, I'm the epitome of white supremacy. Like... I am the Ku Klux Klan. Uh oh. Wow. The reason they want Ron to be president is because the other Ron, the black Ron, spoke to the president, or the Duke, I'm sorry, and he really liked what he had to say. Uh oh. <laughs> he said, well, Duke said that he could tell. Uh, when there is a, a black person speaking on the phone, he said, like you, Ron. The Duke is, like, trying to explain Ebonics right now, and it's, it's, like, painful. He said, pure white men say, are, as in, like, are you going to the store? Whereas a black person says, aura. What? I've never in my life been like, aura? No. Like, and I feel like country people say Aura. Like, it's, it's just, like a it's southern, a dialect. Yeah. White or black. It doesn't matter. Uh-oh. Felix is calling a meeting with Ron. Felix says there's a war on Sunday and that they're going to need Ron's shot. So, I guess they plan on shooting up someplace. Ivanhoe is, like, not being careful at all with his piece. Little unsettling. Felix's wife is like, do you ever like, are you like scared or like, you know, do you ever want to stop and Felix like, nah, I want to kill him. Like, that's like, that's the shit that I'm talking about. And they'll be quick to be like, oh no, he's just misguided. He had PTSD. No, he was racist. Racist and a terrorist. Literally. Wow. She just said they've talked about killing black people for so many years, and now it's finally happening. Like, who in the heck obsesses over killing someone based on what they are or look like or their race? That's first-degree murder. And who, exactly, planned. And who plans on killing people? Crazy people. They said this can be the new Boston Tea Party. A sociopath. Bye. Wow. So the real Ron Stallworth just got a note on his police desk. And he's meeting up somewhere. It's like it's another detective. So he's given over chapter members' names of the organization. Wow. There's two people that are part of the organization that work for an organization, another place, that is in charge of the safety of people. And have high clearance. So it's probably some kind of government. There's C4s missing from the armory. Oh my gosh. 
Uh-oh. The C4's gone. It must be happening on Sunday, whatever it is. Wow. Ron just asked the guy if the FBI or wherever that guy was from could help him in his police department, and they said that they never had that conversation. Like, good luck. Like, he's basically saying, I'm giving you this information off of my own back, and I'm not going to risk it, and neither is the FBI. Sorry. You're fine. He's about to, like, just confess that you are police. (laughs) Patrice is asking. (laughs) He told her. Patrice doesn't believe that he's on their side, as in black people's side. And he's being honest with her. I mean, she's being such an asshole. (laughs) I always find a character to, like, dislike, and I think it's her. My thing is, like, I I can understand if he was just like, I have this information, I'm not doing anything with it. He literally is trying to tell you, like, y'all are in danger. Like, I... I feel like this is similar to the whole Jay-Z situation. I know a lot of people were not, you know, for Jay-Z partnering with the NFL and, and, and you know, having that kind of partnership considering everything that's going on with Colin Kaepernick. But what I want people to know is that you have to have someone in the room to be there to monitor the conversation, to be able to try to make whatever change that they can, and to be that voice. If you have a whole room of white people, all they're going to do is talk about the stuff that they want to talk about. If you have one person, one person who is black in that room, I can I will bet all the money in my goddamn bank wallet everything that I have that the conversation is way different because of that presence. Like I get it, things may not move as fast as you want them to move. Do I want shit to happen right now? Fuck yes, but you have to have people in those positions of power so that we can start to get things changed. That also goes hand in hand with voting democratic people into office or liberal people into office or people that are african-american because why you need another voice you need latino people you need asian people we need diversity in our systems because Mm -hmm. we need voices that are different than the old white men that are in charge so that goes on the state level and the federal level you know so definitely get out there and vote because what Brinique is saying is the truth about that too if we don't have someone like now there's a black mayor i think of where is it flint michigan I know we just got a uh, the first black woman mayor mm-hmm. in Ferguson. That's maybe that's it. And there's other black people that are getting elected. So like, just pay attention to who you're voting for. Look at the backgrounds of these people. If you can vote the first time that they give you a chance to vote, you have a better chance of getting them in office. That's all. Boom. Felix is making a call. I still don't understand how they don't know that they're calling the police department. I know there's no caller ID because it's like the 70s, but is there a phone book? Yeah, but those are private, like they're investigators, so it's not like numbers that they Um, give out. Okay. It's a different line probably for each desk. You're right. Uh (gasps) Uh-oh. No, he did not. They're literally asking the real Ron Stallworth to basically go and protect the Duke 
ooh, along with other police officers, and he and his partner are saying no, because obviously that would compromise the investigation, because Ron Stallworth sounds like Ron Stallworth. He told him, didn't you tell me you're fluent in both English and Jive? That's so... I can't even... <laughs> rude. That's that's the word. Fucking rude. Oh, they're setting up this lady to plant the C4. Uh-oh, they're going to blow up Patricia's house. So they're having Felix's wife carry the C4 to the... Uh, to the front and back porch to drop it off, and then she's going to flip the switch. First things first, Felix's wife is dumb as hell, because I would never, ever volunteer to be, like, the bomber. Like, what if it accidentally blows up? Right, what if something happens? Like, first of all, you shouldn't be bombing anyone. Second of all, you stupid if you think that I'm about to be the one to do it. Wow, so they still sent the real Ron Stallworth to be his security. The Dukes. Wow. Wow. I still can't believe they sent him. It's so risky. Even the Duke was like, have we met before, bitch? Wow. Also, why is... Oh, I was like, why is fucking... Um, flip there, but I forgot he's Ron. So how is he gonna introduce himself? I'm Jerry. Like, like, I guess he since back then. I mean, I guess because he's a detective, he doesn't have to wear a badge that says his name. He did, you know, hold it up and then close it, so he doesn't have to wear it on his chest. But I agree, he didn't say his name yet. He just said, you know, I'm a detective with the Chicago, or I'm sorry, Colorado Springs. Oh, I think this is where I I started watching it when I caught it on TV. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're introducing um, the pretend Ron Stallworth to a new member. And here comes the real Ron Stallworth. And everyone's looking at him, of course, because he's black. And he's at the organization's headquarters, basically, for this chapter. Ugh, they're being disrespectful. Of course. Felix and Ivana Ho went to go stand by him. Ew. Ivana Ho looks real high. Like, on drugs. <laughs> Stupid. Close your mouth. Or maybe he's drunk. I hate when white people say you hear to black people. It's such a slavery-ass term. You hear? You hear? What the fuck? I'm not dumb. I'm not like, a fucking, I can hear you. Yeah, like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Ugh, I hate when they do that. That was like, whoever wrote that, Spike Lee probably, <laughs> knew what the fuck they were doing because it pisses me off. I'm gonna say, you stay right here. You hear? What the fuck? Fuck off. That's, um. Oh. Is Belafonte? Is that. Yeah, Harry Belafonte. Woo, woo, woo. I always thought his voice was so soothing. He could totally be like an old tree on Lion King or something. Or wait, there weren't really many trees because it was the desert. Um, he could be the tree that the monkey lives in. That that was a tree. Was. If it talked, <laughs> if the tree talked. A wise, a very wise and quiet voice, just barely there. 
Is it weird that like Catholic priest robes remind me of KKK robes? Um, it's just the Pope. It's just like the whole robe situation. Yeah, yeah. I the feel like a lot robe. of like cults and. I mean, look, look at this. Tell me that before they put those hoods on, they did not look like they were part of the church. So the Duke is praying, which is kind of odd because when I edit this, it's going to go right from, doesn't this remind you of the church? (laughs) And then they're going to be like, in church right now, like, God, send us pure white men, which is exactly what he just said. So you do the fucking math. Also, I watched a video today that showed a map of the entire world and how basically whomever the Pope told to write the map um, back in the day when the map was written, the map that we learned from, they made Greenland and all of the other places where white people live or where Catholicism was very heavily influenced bigger than uh-huh. all the other places where it wasn't. And they so, made Africa smaller. And like, South America, like, too. And it was like, Africa's one of the biggest freaking... Like, it's huge. It's insane. So there's a real map, guys, if you, like, look it up. I remember hearing about that. Dude, I retweeted the video. I guess they're right now inducting Ron Stallworth into the actual KKK organization while he has on his hood and everything, and it's being official. They're asking him, like, vows, basically, to to repeat. You know they had a uh, face mask with, like, it got t- removed from Amazon. But it was a face mask that showed an image of uh, George Floyd on the, on the ground with the police kneeling on him. Yeah, they were literally selling a face mask with that image. People are insane. And people don't, and it's, like, crazy to think people don't think that that kind of thing happens and we're watching a movie right now about the KKK. Like, the KKK still exists, guys. Mm. <laughs> like, just because you don't hear about what's going on with them, that's the point. The KKK is literally heading to Birmingham. Like, the city of Birmingham had to, They're talking... I don't know if they sh- officially shut down yet, but they were talking about shutting down because the KKK was like, we're going to come through and fucking kill all the black people. Like... The KKK came to our town before, yeah. like where we live, where we actually live um, and went to high school. The KKK brought their ass up here because of a fight, a fist fight on a bus between a black student and a white student. And they decided because that happened, they wanted something to happen, you know, in favor of the white student. So they brought their asses up here. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait until you guys listen to this, because that mm. shit happened. That's fucked up. Wow. So they're showing, like, movies of people in blackface. They even put hoods on their horses. Like, <sighs> disgusting. That's why they told the real Ron Stallworth to stay put and not come watch, because they, I feel like, probably don't want him to see what they do. I'm freaking out because I feel like the house is about to explode. All of the people from the Black Student College Union are in the house with the speaker. And that lady was supposed to plant that bomb. So it's like... I don't think she... You don't think she did it? Not yet. I'm like... Scared. 
here here that they're saying America first. Like literally, look at look at all those cheerful freaking. And it's like they have black male waiters, and white women that are, um, I guess maybe waitresses or maids. One of the uh, the servers was like. Uh, ain't this a bitch? If I would have known this was a clan meeting, I wouldn't have taken this taken this gig. <laughs> Ew, they're doing like a special clan handshake. Disgusting. They're like rubbing each other's wrists. I bet you that guy is paying attention to how he's shaking people's hands. You gonna see? Uh oh. Oh fuck, dude, they're wrecked. Oh my God, Bernie! Tell them someone recognized Flip as, as a uh, as a cop and know that his name isn't Ron Stallworth. It's Philip Zimmerman. He said Ron Stallworth is a fucking Jew. That's so. Like how how can never? I can't. The worst I can call oh. someone is like a bitch or something. Like you, you, you make me upset, so I'm about to cuss you out. But like, never can I be like, "Ew, you're disgusting because you're this, that, and the other." Like, no, dude. Felix literally just looked at real Ron Stallworth and looked at Philip Flip and looked at real Ron Stallworth and real Ron Stallworth looked at Philip, and Felix was like. He is. He is a black guy. He's using the black guy's name. And I was just like, no. (laughs) Oh, I I hate him. I hate that he figured it out. Stop saying that. That guy's Hispanic. Like, I don't understand why he feels like he should be a part of the KKK. I mean, in real life, I know he's Hispanic. I don't know, like, if his character is just playing a really tan white man. Uh, the uh, the new member of the organization doesn't want to take a picture with real Ron Stallworth, and real Ron Stallworth is like asking for a Polaroid. He literally like was like, ugh, I don't want to. So Ron Stallworth touched the Duke. He said, "Come down to Louisiana sometime and see how we play." Ron basically put his arms around the two guys he was pe- taking a picture with, right as the camera flashed. And it really pissed them off because <laughs> they didn't want him to touch them. But basically, Felix is telling his wife right now that uh, he's leaving. And No, uh, she's leaving. Oh, she's leaving. Oh, shit. I thought he said that. She's going to do the thing mm-hmm. with the bomb. Oh, God. Ron's running to his car. How's he going to explain that he's left? He's supposed to be protecting the Duke or whatever. They probably won't notice he's gone. I bet Felix will. Look! Ron. He keeps calling him Flip. Felix got a phone call. He's on to something. Is that a picture of Ronald Reagan? Disgusting. Nixon. Oh, I'm sorry. Disgusting. (laughs) Someone said I can make America great again. Fuck all that. Bullshit. (laughs) oh shit oh shit Ron Ron is is driving wild is she falling now I think so we're putting it at her house she looks suspect 
It won't fit in the mailbox. Oh shoot, here comes Patrice. Where's she going? More police. Oh my god. <gasps> They're literally beating Ron Stallworth and he's yelling, I'm a cop. My badge is in my pocket. My badge is in my pocket. The stupid freaking lady that was planning the bomb is like, he raped me. He raped me. He attacked me. He literally was trying to arrest her. All of her clothes are on and she was not trying to get anything done to her besides arrested. <gasps> They're about to try to blow up the house and the c fours in the car right next to them and they don't know it. Stupid. So Felix just came to blow up the bomb and since his wife couldn't put it at the house, she put it in the car and um, they pulled up next to her car and they blew up the C4 and it blew them up because they were right next to her car, which is kind of funny because it's karma. The black guy's a cop? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, stupid. Ugh. Also, you would think, since he's the only black cop in the Colorado police, that they would know him! Literally. Hey! They're arresting the racist white cop. He got a little pep in his step. <laughs> I feel like... Okay, okay. Good job, Ron! Yeah! <laughs> What? The chief just asked Ron to destroy all evidence of the investigation and that he doesn't want the public to know about it. Everyone just called the chief out because he's like, you have to destroy all the evidence. The public can't know about this investigation. And that's what part of the problem is, is that things keep getting destroyed, not getting to the public. Oh, the public shouldn't know this. The public shouldn't know that. No, the public should have the right to any information that that involves crimes against humanity. Like, literally. I agree. No! Hey, Ron Starworth is on the phone with the Duke who's like, Ah, it was me, bitch! <laughs> the Duke is, like, flabbergasted. You can't believe it. Ron Starworth. He got his Ku Klux Klan card. <laughs> It's hey, weird. that's something you can keep forever. Like, that's I think weird. he still has it, too. Really? <laughs> no. Patrice is asking Ron if he's resigning from the cops. It's like, or from no. being a cop, yeah. Also, we need black cops. We do. But not those ones that was up in, uh... Where was that? Where they pulled out those two college students? We don't need those. Yeah, they were wilding. Oh, Velshay liked our sh uh, photo. Shout out to Velshay. Yeah. Who are they pointing a gun at? I don't know. Are they running a cross in front of? Mm-mm. Who's the president? Oh my gosh, is it gonna be, what's his face? Ivana Ho? See, that's in 2017. That's crazy. They're showing people basically walking with tiki torches who are marching in real life, real time in Charlottesville, chanting White Lives Matter, chanting oh, the Jews will not replace us. 2017. And this is in Charlottesville, Virginia, 2017. Dang, a guy just punched a lady. 
Wow. This is crazy. Here goes Trump. If they weren't white supremacists, who were they? He said, you also have very fine people. Trump, shut the fuck up. Oh, that's David Duke. Ew, he looks like a gremlin, like that fucking evil guy off of Spider-Man. Yeah, he does. <gasps> oh my god. A car is running over people. Oh my god. Just a whole bunch of people getting run over. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. People are getting just drug and run over. Someone's shoe. People are dying. Wow, Heather Heyer passed away. Because she got ran over by a car. August 12th, 2017. Because a white supremacist ran her over for protesting. I'm really glad they put that at the end to, like, really show people that... Like, this shit is happening it's, now. It's not like this is something that's in the past. Like, oh, that's something that was back in the day. No, that was 2017, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we still having... To prove that the Ku Klux Klan is a terrorist group in 2017-18-19-20. And you see them right now protesting against Black Lives Matter. Protesting against people protesting police brutality. When you see those people who are angry at people asking to just pay attention to a cause that black people are dying and being mistreated by law enforcement... When you see those people angry, what the fuck do you think they're angry about? What reason do they have? Why? It's because they believe they're better. They believe their lives are more important. They believe that they are above anyone else that is not white. I just watched this clip, and I've seen this this comedy show. It's by Michael Shea. And he said, he, he mentions like how Black Lives Matter is the most like controversial statement and has been for a while. And he was like, just just think that over the word matter, not even like matters more, mm-hmm. but literally black lives matter. Like, and he made a joke like, okay, like, what do you want us to do? Tone it down to black lives exist? Like, no, like, j- come on, y'all. Y'all are so pressed. Like anyone who who is like, well, black lives matter when you meet all lives matter. No, no, we're not saying that that. Black lives are any worth more than any other life that's out there. We just want you to realize that it has value. We want you to realize that you, you can't continue to imprison people, imprison black people for the same thing that you're you're just giving a slap on the hand and probation for to a white person. You can't keep killing black people and letting letting their murderers walk away free. Like it it it's. We just want our society to care, and that's shitty, that we have to beg for y'all to just pay attention and care for our lives just like you care for any other life. I agree. We want equality. That's all. Equality, peace, justice, things like that, things that are not happening right now. And it's just think of it this way. If, If you were in the shoes of a black person, Nobody wants to be in the shoes of a black person. Exactly. Exactly. Take the time to think. If I was black, how would my life have been different? How could my life have been different? Think right now, if you were black and you got pulled over, what would you rather be, black or white? Probably white. And if you had to think about that, 
well, I don't know what to tell you. But That's the problem. You shouldn't have to think about that. You shouldn't have to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know what? Who would I rather be if I got pulled over by a cop? Black or white person? No. It should just be like, I get pulled over, I get pulled over. Yeah. I get pulled over. Oh, well, I guess I'm getting a ticket. You shouldn't have to fear for your life just because of the color of your skin. You shouldn't have to fear for your life because of where you come from. And it's so sad that, like, kids are growing up thinking to be afraid of the cops, you know? Cops are being trained to be afraid of black people. Yeah. They get six months of training and a high school diploma, and they're, give, they're given a gun, a baton, and a taser, a car, and, you know, it's just insane. Like yeah. Like, it's insane to think that those are the people who are in charge of keeping us safe. And I just want... Those who, which they probably won't listen to this episode, but just in the off chance that you are a person that says, quote unquote, blue lives matter, go fuck yourself. Because at the end of the day, a police officer can go home, take off their uniform, put on regular civilian clothes, and walk around the goddamn city and nobody will know a difference. I can't go home and take off my black skin and put on white skin and walk around the city and, and, you know, be perfectly fine. No. Like, Blue Lives Matter is not a fucking thing. You decided to be a cop. You knew exactly what the risks are. And you chose that career field. That's like looking at someone who is a military officer or army officer or whatever the fuck they are in the military and being like, oh, camel lives matter. Green lives matter. No, no. You chose that career. Not saying that we're not thankful that you are decided to be a military person, but you made that decision on your own. You can't get no benefit of the doubt. I agree. And I feel like if you want to kill people, enlist in the fucking military and go in the front lines. You can go kill a lot of people. That's what they do for a living. And I saw a video of a guy who was in the military, you know, yelling at cops saying that same thing. You want to murder people? You think, you know, you're so tough and so hard. And it's just like, cops can't deal with the things that they're doing, which is why they lawyer the fuck up and they take these cops and they put them under wraps as soon as this, these things happen and they tell them, here's the story you tell them. You tell them that you suspected that your gun was a taser. You tell them that you saw the cell phone as a gun. They tell them the same fucking excuses every time. Tell you felt threatened. Tell Every single time, the same excuses for shooting unarmed people. And they get away. They get away with it almost every time. Because they are protected by the judicial system. Defund the police. Disband the police. Well, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at Dazed and Amused Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Dazed and Amused Pod. Dazed Amused Pod. Dazed Amused Pod. You can email us your listener stories at W no <laughs> at dazed and amused at gmail or podcast. no shit I'm high <laughs> dazed and amused podcast at gmail.com yeah 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 you can visit our website at www.dazedandamusedpodcast at gmail no dot com minus <laughs> minus the gmail <laughs> And there's a link to our Patreon on there where you can donate and it will go towards upgrading equipment, um, movies, etc. Um, also you can listen to us on, excuse me, I got a burp. 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, of course the Anchor app, and now iHeartRadio. Yes, we're live. We're live. We got approved. Thank you, iHeart. All right, guys. So we will catch you next time. Bye. Ay, this shit too easy, bet I make them go crazy And I think I'm Jesus, hope city go crazy And my fit too crazy, look at me, I'm going crazy Where we going crazy, yeah, swear we going crazy yeah.